Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, starting this off a little bit different, we're going to go straight into our announcements today because there's one that is so near and dear to me and very important. Uh, I want to dive straight into it. So guys, as we've been talking about I was getting closer and closer to becoming a dad as we ticked away podcast episode after episode. And now, finally, after Wednesday at 9.53 p.m., my wife and I welcomed our beautiful baby girl, Livia Blake, into the world. All 8 pounds, 12 ounces of her, 21 and a half inches long, and with a full head of hair. Uh, she came in very quickly and... Uh, once we got things rolling in the labor process, and it was just an amazing experience. It was like nothing I've obviously ever been involved in before, but um, that just really doesn't put the words to it. It's it's crazy. It's amazing. It's scary, um, but it it's truly this beautiful thing uh, watching my wife give birth to our little baby girl. And uh, man, I can't be thankful enough uh, for them both being healthy. Uh, for for the mom and the baby still doing good today um, and working through the process of these first few days as an infant in this world uh, with two parents that are just trying to figure it out as we go. We've been fortunate enough to have some amazing people around us uh, coming, spending time with us, helping us out, giving us a little break here and there, bringing food, um, and of course all just giving their time and their energy and efforts to come visit us. So it's been absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, I do have to take a second and say that, man, my wife, Lane, is an absolute rock star. I don't know how I would be getting along. Well, actually, I do. I, I wouldn't be getting along without her um, and everything she's done. She just she knocks it out of the park. Um, this is this is her wheelhouse. And she's I mean, just in the past few days has become an amazing mother to this little girl. So I, I can't wait to see where this story takes us and how everything progresses. But we, uh, we have one more set of announcements, and then we're going to break into the topic for today. But this set of announcements is about the upcoming races that we have, guys. So we are all going to be out at Habanero 100 Relay on August 12th over in Cat Spring, Texas. We've got two teams for the 100-mile race. Uh, that's a 100-mile relay race, I should say. We're super excited about that. Should be some competitive racing out there. Should be a really good time. Um, and we've got just a mix group of people from all different areas uh, and all different running groups and, and ages and, and walks of life and all that good stuff. So it's going to be really cool getting to learn about each individual out there, hang out with everyone, shoot a little bit of content out there for y'all as well, uh, and just have a good time out there in the heat. It's going to be really hot over there just west of Houston. So we're looking forward to it, but man, it's going to be an undertaking just like it was last year when we ran the 100 miler. Next after that, guys, our big race for the year is a KD225 over in Clinton, Missouri on October 23rd. We're going to be joined out there by a couple of awesome guys on the trail running that race alongside of us. Uh, that's Dan and Todd that we've met in previous races. Um, they've gone out there and paced Dan in Arizona, of course, as well. But met Todd last year at Habanero, actually. Uh, so really excited about getting back on the course with those guys. Then, of course, we've got a full team of pacers and support members and crew members that are going to be out there just killing it guys and I'm so stoked to have all of those individuals out there fired up ready to move on and just do their thing along with us out there lastly guys for the final race of the year on the books so far 
We have the Brazos Bend 100. That's going to be December 2nd out in Needville, Texas at Brazos Bend State Park. We'll be out there supporting Michael in his efforts to complete his first 100-mile ultramarathon. We are so psyched for him, super excited. We know he's going to knock it out of the park, but we'll have a full team out there set up with a tent. I'm sure we'll have the grill out there. We'll have some propane heaters and all that good stuff because it's December in Texas. Uh, but we'll be out there with full crew, pacers, all that fun stuff, supporting him out there. And I think we're going to have some other distance runners as well, some shorter distance and who knows, maybe even another 100-miler show up out there. Nobody's committed just yet, but we'll see how it goes. Guys, that's the races that we have. Uh, but, you know, really diving into the topic for today, um, as you notice, the, uh, the title of this is Right Place, Right Time. And you're going to have to bear with me just a little bit for us to get to that point. But I've got a little bit of a backstory I need to tie into this so y'all can understand how this week has helped a small-minded person in some regards of his life become a little less small-minded. And I'll save you the uh, theatrics and all the suspense. That person is me. And I wanted to share this story because I feel like a lot of us can get caught up in this cycle. And especially in this personal development space, we can really take a liking to only paying attention to the things that we deem incredible, outstanding, above and beyond, extraordinary. All these great words that describe these big events and these big goals that we've set for ourselves. And we overlook some of the other things in life. And a key moment in this, and I'm going to put this out there at the risk of me sounding like an asshole because, you know, in this situation, I feel like I was. But without any further ado, I had a conversation with my wife a while back, this same woman that is absolutely doing phenomenal as a first-time mother here. I had a conversation with her a while back, and we were talking about goals. And I asked her, I asked her what her biggest goal was in life, you know, and I was thinking about all the things I had on my mind, running the Cocodona 250 one day, um, being a good ultra runner that's competitive out in the field, um, becoming financially free to the point of us not having to really work, uh, having passive income that could get us by whenever we're in our 40s, um, having vehicles that we were proud of, having the freedom to do what we wanted to and experience the things we wanted to. And I thought these were really good goals. And when I got to asking Lane about hers and really discussing hers, she had a very simple one. And at the time, I really thought it was too simple in some ways. But her goal was to have a family and to be a good mother. And... You know, I I didn't just brush over it because I thought those goals were great. I thought they were important. I thought they were they're admirable things. But in a lot of ways, to me, I felt like the bar was set kind of low with that because I knew she was going to be a good mother, but I thought there was other aspects of her life that she might want to to explore or dive into. And I didn't think that something that was so... I understand how important it is, but forgive me for this word, trivial in a sense, because everyone has kids at some point, or most people have kids at some point. So it seems so trivial to me, you know, in a way. But something so, so yeah, that's going to happen already, right? Something like that to be the goal kind of surprised me and kind of 
maybe was a little bit underwhelming in that moment to me. And like I said, that's that's really looking at it as a kind of an asshole point of view from my my sense. And I fully accept that, especially hindsight being 2020. But there's a reason I tell you that story right there. And I'm going to tell you another one. We're going to shift gears and I'm going to tie them together at the end. So bear with me. You see, I've been living in a general state of frustration here lately. I've been looking to the stars. I've been looking at the big goals, at the mountaintops that I'm striving for. I've been looking at this KD-225. I've been looking at Habanero. I've been looking at, you know, being competitive as a, as a hybrid athlete and, and keeping up with all these people that are out there posting stuff on Instagram and TikTok, doing all this fitness stuff and posting these great times on their runs and workouts. And I become very frustrated. I become very overwhelmed in a sense. And I'll tell you why. The biggest problem that has faced me in my life as of late, and I say that, biggest problem, quote unquote, uh, the thing I thought was the most important was that I haven't been able to run in about a month. You see, I've got a muscle or IT band issue causing this stabbing pain on the outside of my right knee. And it's kept me from being able to train. And I've got all these things coming up. I've got habanero coming up. I've got this crazy ultra marathon that I'm taking on that's over twice the length of anything I've ever tried to do in my life coming in. And running's also a stress reliever from me. It gets me kind of a place and an outlet to put all the negative energy that I pick up on my day-to-day basis with a very stressful job and with all this crazy stuff going on and with the wife being pregnant and wanting all the honeydew lists done and all these things. And so it's been really taking a toll on me. I haven't had the outlet I wanted. I haven't been able to train. I feel like I'm falling behind. I feel like I'm out of control of my whole situation because of this injury that I literally have to just watch it play out. I have to be proactive and there's little things I can do to help it heal. But At the end of the day, it's going to heal on its own terms. And like I said, it's left me with this general sense of frustration and insecurity. And I've been worried so much about all these big things. And I've overlooked a lot of great things and a lot of simple things and a lot of joyful things in life. And that's one thing that I am eternally grateful that I had a big realization within, in that realm, in that scope, this past week. You see, this past week was full of plans changing. We were supposed to be induced Tuesday night and Tuesday afternoon, actually, and it got pushed back into the night and then late into the morning, and then we didn't end up actually doing the induction part of the whole thing and getting her ready to come come out and meet us until Wednesday midday and then carried into Wednesday night and then we got tied into staying in the hospital for three nights. Work was going crazy and blowing up. My phone wouldn't stop ringing. My emails wouldn't stop dinging in my ear all day long as I'm trying to help my wife learn how to take care of an infant that's crying all the time and upset and I've... <laughs> embarrassingly, I'll say this, I never changed a dirty diaper until this one. I didn't ever feel a need to. And so I'm trying to learn how to care for her and what's good and, and how I should try to help manage the schedule without being a robot to where we're not learning and adapting to this little girl. And 
I'm trying to find all this balance and somewhere in between the no sleep and the no control over the situation, you know, I kind of started to get into some of those frustration points and started to get lost in all this. And then it all kind of hit me. You see, my dad and I had a conversation and then Dan Gilliam, who we had on the podcast, who went and paced in Arizona, who's going to run Coke or the uh, Katie two twenty five with us here. We had a conversation, and between those two conversations with Dan and my dad, I was reminded of something very humbling. That I am in the right place and in the right time of my life, and what do I mean by that? Is all of these big things that I've got that are focused around running, that I've made the center point of my life, training for this and being so involved with it, I've let it consume a huge part of my life and a huge part of my energy as well. And it's taken things away from those who are close to me personally, especially my wife and and potentially our new daughter. But what a beautiful thing it is that I have a small tweak in my knee. I'm not injured. I'm not hurt. I'm not out for months and months and months. But I've got a small tweak in my knee that has made me, it's forced me to take a break and to reel it in and to have a little bit more free time. And it coincides so well with me being a little bit better than I would have been otherwise at trying to take care of my wife as she cares for, and as we care for, this little infant. It's made me take a step back and refocus on to what can I do immediately in the here and now, in my day, to care for those around me, for my wife, for our new daughter, for my friends and family, for all these people that I am lucky enough to get the opportunity to love and to have them love me as well unconditionally. What can I do to help them out with my free time? What can I do to make life a little bit better and to honestly find joy in that, to find a little bit of gratitude and a little bit of happiness in the selflessness and in the simplicity? And that's where I'm going to tie in that story of me being an asshole earlier with my wife's goal. You see, what I was overlooking in her entire goal is the beautiful simplicity and the intricacies within something that seemed, like I said, somewhat trivial to me. Now, my way of thinking was out of line for other reasons. It it was super, super small-minded. But the truth of the matter is, it overlooked the simple things in life, the things that matter the things that are really good for us, and the things that keep you on your toes and keep you motivated and disciplined and happy on a daily basis. It overlooked the process. And you see, reflecting on way more than just the things going on in my life this week with our daughter and trying to be a good dad and a good husband and all these things, I've overlooked the simplicity in my job. I've overlooked the simplicity in my running, and I've overdone it. I've dove in way too hard, and that's probably why I'm facing this little tweak and this little injury and this little pain that I've got going on in my knee. 
is probably because I tried to do way too much too fast and get way too involved and not take care of business the way I needed to, not enjoy the simple things, taking it easy, slowing down and running the way I needed to to preserve myself. And same thing with my career. Maybe if I slowed down and looked at some of the positives of it, I wouldn't get lost in the 80 phone calls I have to go through a day, all the 100 emails that come my way a day, all these people calling with problems for me to solve. It's good to be the kind of person that they come to to solve those problems. I should be thankful for that. I should have gratitude. I should be looking at it from a positive point. I should examine what is simple and basic and attack it and be thankful for it. And guys, that's what my wife is doing. And guess what? She is kicking the absolute crap out of her goal right now. I tell you, she is... 10 times a parent that I could hope to be. She is so emotionally intelligent when it comes to understanding not only the little girl, but me. She is super caring and loving and intuitive. And she goes out of her way to make sure that everyone else is taken care of and yeah, she'll take hers when she needs to so she doesn't implode. But she is actively day in and day out through these past four days leading up to this episode we're talking about right now when our daughter was born on Wednesday. That time till now, she has been in the moment, in the simple, living it. And even whenever we're stressed to the max, when we're running on zero sleep, whenever she's pulled more than her fair share of the weight with that little girl, she always takes the time to smile, to appreciate how cute little Livia is, and to always make sure that I'm taken care of as well and to ask how I'm doing. And isn't that just beautiful? (laughs) Isn't it amazing how that simplicity and how the understanding the everyday and living in the moment, and appreciating the things that so many of us, including my simple-minded, short-minded self, tends to overlook. And that's the truth of it, guys. I looked at it, that question, that is, I looked at that question about goals and where we wanted to be in life, And I looked for the mountaintops. I looked for the picture at the top of Mount Everest. I looked at the final steps crossing the finish line. I looked at the last day of of paying off that final truck payment. All those finish lines, all of the end goals, all the results, all of the, the peaks was what I was staring at. And while I was examining those one minute long, two minute long, five minute long spots in the road, the initial finish, the crossing the finish line, the the getting the result that you worked so hard for, I overlooked the entire process. And I'm very thankful that she didn't. And now I'm seeing the example 
every single day of her living that. There's an ultra runner that is very, very famous right now on social media, kicking stuff around. And he's run a lot of races. He's on a like 100-mile-a-week run streak right now that's just ridiculously long. He was top five on Strava in the world. He's very successful. And with that said, he's, he's a competitive guy. And he's passionate. And he cares a lot about accomplishing things, I'm sure. But one thing he puts at the bottom of every single post, Andy Glaze writes on the bottom of every single post, Smile or you're doing it wrong. And that's so simple yet so well-defined, so elegant. Because with all the insecurities in my life, with all the things that I'm striving for and all the problems I'm dealing with on the day in and the day out, I don't know how many times I've forgotten to smile. This week, though, this experience with this little girl me and my wife just having to put our backs against the wall and fight off all these crazy things that come with being a first-time parent and having no clue what you're doing. It's crazy. Because we remember to smile. We remember the good things. My wife helped, me show, helped show me all the beautiful things that are still there and still prevalent. And now I understand that I've been doing it wrong. Guys, that's where I'm going to change things. My knee injury was a door closing in a lot of ways. It's me not being able to train. That door's closed. It's me not being able to have that escape. I actually have to face my problems because that door's closed. What I didn't realize and what I'm starting to understand is that when that one opened, the other door that, or I'm sorry, when that door closed, the other one that opened was the opportunity for me to put meaningful things back into my schedule, to take the time to slow down, to have gratitude, to have appreciation, and to do things the way I should have been doing them for a very long time. Because guys, like I said, it's not about the completion. It's not about crossing that finish line. It's about loving who I'm lucky enough to be around and to call my own, my wife, my daughter, family, friends. It's about loving the fact that, you know, I've got this little piece of land here with some wood and bricks on it. I've got some toes I can plant some roots in. I've got a yard I can walk out in barefoot. Might get some stickers, but hey, it's mine. <laughs> And you know, I've got all these trials. I've got all these things that go on on the daily. And I've got these situations that seem so shitty and so hard in the moment. And like they're overwhelming. But whenever I get to the other side, I'll be thankful because I can sit back and simply enjoy with all those people that went through it with me. The memories and the inside jokes and the stories that come out of going through those tough times together. And with that said, guys, this isn't me backing down from my goals. This isn't me pulling out of any races or making excuses as to why I potentially could be out of running habanero with a hurt knee, why I potentially could DNF 
Katie because my knee falls off. <laughs> I know that's a little dramatic, but uh, because of a knee injury. It's not anything like that, guys. It's not me deciding to take the easy route. It's me saying that I'm going to continue taking the hard route. I'm going to continue setting goals. I'm going to continue attacking the path that I'm on and pushing as hard as I can to go as far as I can and do the great things that I can do. But in the process of that, I'm going to appreciate the day-to-day. I'm going to be thankful that I have the ability to get up, to work out, to have an amazing family, to be with a beautiful and caring and just all-around genuinely amazing wife, have great friends, great family, and great opportunity. I'm going to appreciate those things, and I'm going to let them and the journey and the process that I go through with those things and those people every single day be the reason that I actually get out of bed. Guys, our accomplishments are just the stepping stones that we get to line the road with that we're going down. It's just the high points that we get to step to. The full journey, the full process, that's what matters. And I'm going to try to remember that as I continue down this path. Man. It's time we started to see the good in every single day, guys. It might even be time every once in a while to say, and this is going to kill me to say it, especially with a couple of people I know who are listening. It might even be time every once in a while to say it is what it is and to make the most out of the situation. Time to start living again, guys. Not just reaching, not just chasing goals, but actually living. And I welcome each and every one of y'all guys and gals to join me on that journey to start living again. Thank y'all for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. I hope y'all got something out of this one, guys. If you did, please share the show with somebody who might get something out of it as well. That's the best way for us to grow and to reach more people and to help more people. Another thing you can do is leave us a rating or review if your platform allows for that. If not, subscribe, like, comment. Whatever you can do to interact with us is just going to help push us up in the search results when people look for personal development and self-help type podcasts. Guys, that's all we ask for. If you want to, if you want to reach out, questions, comments, or concerns, the best way to do that is through social media, at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. We've got some more regular content over there too as well, so be sure to not miss any of that, especially as we get closer to some of these races. We'll have a lot of good content going up, guys. But with that being said, guys, thank you all for your time. Thank you for listening to me. Get after it, guys. Go attack this thing. Go love the process, love the day in the day out, show your gratitude, change your mindset, and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And of course, always be prepared for whatever is next in line.